0: Welcome to the Kingdom Corner Podcast, where we discuss how to live the Kingdom culture on earth as it is in heaven, just as Jesus prayed. Here's your host, the Great Matt Guide. Good afternoon, Kingdom Corner devotees. This is the Great Matt Guide from the Pacific Northwest on a very smoldering, hot day. And uh, I just wanted to get on here and share a short word of exhortation and encouragement. For those that follow the podcast, I believe this may be a word that for somebody out there. It's um, a word that God gave me as I was talking to a friend earlier this week, and I just think that there's um, some real depth and meat here and something for us to really look into and really check our hearts on. I want to talk to you about from Luke 4, 4, Matthew 4, 4, and also Deuteronomy 8, 3, where When Jesus was tempted by the devil in Luke and Matthew there, the devil said, here's this stone, turn it into bread. And Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. I want to talk to you just for a few minutes about living by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Now, last week when my friend and I were discussing this, it all came about because he was talking to me about fasting and how he felt like he needed to begin some fasting again and that he always had, you know, different challenges with fasting because he would get hungry. And God was challenging him this time with fasting because too many times he believed the Lord was showing him that he used food more as a comfort and, you know, to kind of satisfy him where the Lord really wanted to be his comfort and really wanted to satisfy him. So we began to talk about that, and we came upon this scripture where Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds or comes out of the mouth of God. And so I began to do a study on that this week, and I found out that Jesus was quoting from the second law, which was Deuteronomy. It was a the law which was already established in Exodus, but this was after they had traveled 40 years in the wilderness and uh, Joshua was getting ready to take over and Moses was getting ready to go to heaven. And so all the old generation had died off and um, it was only Caleb and Joshua left. And so what they were doing was Moses was going through all the law again and all the commandments again as a reminder to the new generation. Of the commandments and of what God wanted. And I'll just read from Deuteronomy, and then I'm going to make some more comments. All the commandments that I'm giving you today, you shall be careful to do, that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord God swore to give to your forefathers. See, they're at the precipice of the promised land, the new generation is, and they're getting ready to go in with Joshua. Verse 2, You shall remember all the way which the Lord your God has led you in the wilderness these forty years, that he might humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep the commandments or not. Verse three He humbled you, and he let you be hungry, and fed you with manna of which you did not know, nor did your fathers know. Why did he do that? That he might make you. Understand that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by everything that proceeds or comes forth out of the mouth of the Lord. And so there it is. Jesus was quoting the Pentateuch from the Pentateuch, quoting from the commandments, really what Moses had said. And he said that to the devil, and of course, the devil fled from him. And I want to look at that. Let's look at this phrase. Every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. But man lives by everything that proceeds or comes out of the mouth of God. And the phrase, but by every word that proceeds, is one Hebrew word. It's called matzah, matzah or moza, And moza means, I'm going to read you some definitions. It, of course, means to go forward, to come forth, to proceed out of. But get these terms to go forth or go out of proceed out of as waters from a spring or waters from a fountain or waters from a watercourse to spring forth from a source of water isn't that interesting so these words that proceed from god they're meant to proceed in such a way to us like a refreshing water like a refreshing spring to refresh us that's what the word of god god is to be to us. We will not live by bread, but by every word of refreshing from the Spirit, from God, exactly is what he really wanted. And he told them, he purposely tried them with hunger to teach them to listen to every word that proceeded from his mouth or that God was telling them. And this is what my friend was getting at with fasting, that through hunger, just like I'm finding out here, that caused them, would cause my friend to better seek the Lord and hear what he was saying. Let's see. Point. God wants to give you a refreshing word of renewal right now, in this moment, and always in the future for every situation you are facing. Now, let's go into this a little more. God wants to give you a refreshing word of renewal right now, in this situation, for everything you are facing. And I kind of base that on the New Testament. When we look at what Jesus said, man shall not live by every word. The word therefore in Greek is rhema. So man shall not live by bread alone, I'm sorry, but by every rhema that comes from the mouth of God. And that is a real exciting word. One commentator or one man of God put it this way. Rhema means a word of the Holy Spirit quickened to a specific purpose or for a specific purpose for a specific person in a specific situation. The word of the Holy Spirit quickened to a specific purpose for a specific person for a specific situation. Romans 10:17 Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Rhema, by a word of the Holy Spirit quickened to you, At a particular time, in a particular situation, faith comes to you by hearing that kind of word. Vine says about this rhema word, an individual word of God, an individual word of God, now catch this, that brings to our remembrance something that we need for that situation. And when we're talking about Logos word of God, which is the other Greek word, it's more of a general word about God's ability to do a thing. Rhema word is a specific word that's highlighted to you in that season and time that you're in. And then let's go on to another thing that I thought of today, and then I'm going to be done. God wants to give you, let me say again, based on my research here of this matzah and rhema, God wants to give you a refreshing word of renewal right now in the moment you're in. That's why I'm on here today talking to some of you and always in the future for every situation you face. You can take that to the bank. But let's go a little further. That's something that came to me. Adam and Eve walked with God in the pool of the garden, and he would come down, God, come down and chat, talk with Adam, right? We all know that. And then what happened? Then what happened? Adam followed his wife Eve in the sin of partaking of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And then he hid from God, because he and Eve were no longer innocent. And I want to give you this. They were no longer hearing every word that proceeded from God, like Adam did when he first walked in the cool of the garden and Eve with God. They were no longer receiving every single input and word from the mouth of God. Why? Because they chose to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It eliminated their innocence, and then they could make a choice, which all human beings can, to decide on their own between good and evil. Okay? It's interesting, I read also today 1 Corinthians 15.45, so it is written that the first man, Adam, was made a living soul, The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. Howbeit, that was not first which is spiritual, but that which is natural, and afterward that which is spiritual. The first man is of the earth, earthy. The second man is the Lord from heaven. And we're talking about Jesus versus Adam. Adam was made from the earth, earthy. Jesus was the second Adam. He was born from above. As it is, verse 48 says, the earthy such as they are that are earthy, and as heavenly which are heavenly. It talks about that the second Adam was a life-giving spirit, okay, a quickening spirit. That's verse 45. So my point is that Jesus came and redeemed us back into the position, we have that potential that the first Adam had. He was the second Adam. He transformed us spiritually. The first Adam was of the earth, earthy. And it's my belief, it's my opinion, I'm not saying this is thus saith the Lord or of the scriptures totally. It's my opinion that if Adam had not fallen and Eve had not fallen, God would have used them in this position and they would have, you know, been a life-giving spirit in a certain sense. My idea here is that we are created in the image of the second Adam, Jesus Christ, And we're in that position again, once again with God, where we can hear every word like Adam did before he fell. We can make that choice because we have been, what is said, quickened by the second Adam. We have been transformed and made alive by the second Adam, Jesus Christ. Again, God wants to give you a refreshing word of renewal right now in this moment, that you're in, in the season you're in, in the future, for every situation you are facing, you can walk again, if you choose to, it's your choice, in that transformed lifestyle that Adam did, and walk with God every day, and hear words from Him every day, and as it were, not eat of your own mind of what is good and evil. So that's my word for today. Be blessed, my friends. Hey, thank you for being a part of the Kingdom Corner. Make sure you click that subscribe button so you get notified every time we release a new episode. Welcome to the family.